The following program contains material that may be disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Corn on the Macabre. I'm Katie Adkins. I'm Kelly And I'm big ol' into conspiracy theories, shocking literally no one. Very exciting. I like those bangs, by the way. They do look really cute. Thank you. Uh, they're very, um, like, 90s inspired. I was really inspired by Salita's bangs because she curls them and does it like that. And I just always think they're so cute. And she mm-hmm. reminds me of Selena every time she styles her hair like that. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I can literally never look like Selena. I'm not even Latina. But <laughs> but Kelly Kapowski, though. But I can be Kelly fucking Kapowski. That's absolutely right. So, yes, conspiracy theories. Yes, yes, yes. I believe in so much. And do I believe in it because I'm crazy? Maybe. Do I believe in it because it makes life a little more fun? Maybe. Or do I believe in it just because it just kind of makes sense for how bizarre shit is? That too. I think a big favorite one that I love to scream at people is Avril Lavigne is dead. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Avril Lavigne is dead. Or she's not dead. She's living her own fucking life, doing something completely different, and someone else is pretending to be Avril Lavigne, Melissa Vandela. The story goes is that Melissa was hired as a body double for her so that she wouldn't have to go to certain events and stuff and be in the spotlight because she didn't like being in the spotlight and here's the part that blows my mind it makes me really angry i didn't save these photos to my computer at the time the very first time i heard about this i googled it and melissa showed up everywhere melissa shows up nowhere now like really yeah it's just photos of avril lavigne and like they're starting to say she never existed and I was like, and how come she used to show up in searches? And there used to be this, like, photo of them together, which obviously it could have been photoshopped. We don't really know for sure. But it was supposed to show, like, the height differences between the two, the builds, the differences between the two, like, how their faces are actually, like, while very similar, like, very different. In order for Avril Lavigne to have the face that she has today, she would have required a facelift, a nose job, an eyebrow lift. And just, like, a lot of facial surgeries for very subtle changes. Um, Yeah, I I remember when we looked at those, and they were definitely online. Like, we saw them side by side. Yeah, you were with me when I looked it up. Like, we saw a picture of them together. But now I, I cannot find it. And apparently Avril has now commented on the fact that she's not dead about the whole thing and saying it's all made up. Like, she's actually come public with that now. But, I mean, I can totally believe that, like, she got a nose job. But if people are saying you're dead, just say you got a nose job. Yeah. Like, why is that a secret? Like, no one fucking cares. Celebrities Maybe she likes it. I don't know. Maybe it's because it adds, like, a level of fame to her that she hadn't had in a while. I don't... Yeah, I mean, she was kind of off the radar at that point, wasn't she? Oh, I found the photo! Oh, there's this one particular photo. I fucking... I fucking found it. Hold on, I'm sending it to you via Discord because I need you to confirm with me that this is the photo you also saw. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's the one you showed me. Yes. What the fuck? I would like an explanation. Someone give me an explanation. Someone convince me. Avril Lavigne was not replaced 
with Melissa Vandela. I get that people change as they get older, but it really, really hurt Avril's career to change her image the way that she did. And I don't really understand. Yeah, she went full on pop mode. It which was, was really It was like a pop weird. punk at first, and then all of a sudden she was just like... But yeah, there's here's another photo I'm going to try to like pull up on the stream that as it's just saying like, oh, this is why they're the same person. It's like moles on her arm and whatnot, and some people are saying the moles are real, some people are saying the moles on Melissa look like tattoos to make sure that it's like a match to Avril. The whole thing's just really weird. It's just like their the faces do have such a... A difference where I like can see them as two different people that look very similar. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's yeah. fucking weird. And I just had to comment on the fact that being famous sucks. I completely believe that Avril Lavigne would be like, this is something I want. She was 17 when she signed her uh, million dollar record for her album Let Go with the hit single Complicated. Mm-hmm. At 17, that sounds like the most amazing thing in the world, only for her to find out maybe she doesn't have the personality for really being famous. In the beginning of her career, she never really did seem to want to be in the spotlight. She always seemed more reserved into herself. Right. And later, this image of her now just seems like weirdly forced, especially with the Hello Kitty uh, single that came out like six yeah, years ago. Yeah, I remember. That that Hello Kitty, weird. you're so pretty. Sammy and I like... Listen to it ironically and then unironically because it was like, oh, this is terrible, but like kind of catchy, but like it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Started to turn into a bop over time. Yeah, we were like, oh, this is awful, but like we like it, like fuck. And, you know, all the appropriation of the the Harajuku Japanese culture, it was like a huge, it felt like a huge throwback to Gwen Stefani's Harajuku Girls, which is problematic in and of itself. Yeah. <laughs> she had her own like line and stuff with that. Yeah, I used to have I used to have a Harajuku bag when I was thirteen. Yeah, I, didn't I mean I love that album. Yeah, we didn't know any better. I didn't know any better. Like, I was an cool. eighth grade. I like style. You I know? was like I like you know, I really liked Japanese culture stuff then and was like secretly into anime but didn't want to tell people and it was like a socially acceptable like Kind of like how um, Tokidoki was, like, a trend. Like, Tokidoki yeah. purses and stuff. I kind of put it in that category. The Harajuku girl merchandise and stuff from... Was that from Love Angel Music Baby? Yes. Yeah, it was. Because yeah. I loved that album. Yeah. <laughs> I did, too. No, no lie. I loved that album. I'll, I still kind of occasionally will listen to it. Me, too. Um, anyways... That being said, I went through a couple uh, conspiracy theories before I finally settled on one. One I listened to, which I kind of want to talk about because apparently you heard something that I didn't, was about Princess Diana and how there is apparently four different conspiracies. I thought there was three, but you introduced a fourth one to me that I am very curious about. What I originally heard about the conspiracies of Princess Diana, because first of all, the history of Princess Diana is really sad. She was literally just used. I mean, she was 18 when she met Prince Andrew, 
and the royal family just really didn't want him to marry Camilla. They saw her as problematic mm-hmm. and didn't like her at all. I'm sorry, did I say Prince Andrew? I'm sorry, not Prince Andrew. Prince uh, Prince Andrew's the pedophile. I'm sorry. <laughs> Prince um, Charles. Charles. Yeah, Prince Charles. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whoops. Prince Andrew was his brother, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because Prince Charles was heir to the throne, so it was really important for whoever he married to be uh, worthy oh, yeah. enough to be future queen, which is Well, why... and I'm going to go into all of it when I go through it, because there's okay. a lot. So you are going through that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you were go- going full into Princess Diana or into 2012. Uh, no, I'm doing Princess Diana all the way. Okay, then never mind then. I won't even bring it up. I'll just wait. <laughs> I thought but I- I do love the 2012 one. I love, well, since you're not going to go to the 2012 one, y'all, the world ended in 2012. I'm just throwing it out there. So my topic I picked overall is actually the Illuminati. And that ties into every single other conspiracy theory, like, ever. (laughs) I felt like I couldn't not talk about conspiracy theories without learning about and bringing up the Illuminati. Like, the theory <laughs> it's like the conspiracy theory i just that one in area 51 i guess yeah i considered doing area 51 but then i was like <sighs> if we do another aliens episode i'll bring up area 51 i get that everything's aliens i honestly claim everything is aliens i swear i swear i don't want to believe i believe <laughs> It absolutely is aliens. Every fucking time. aliens, dude. Okay. <laughs> I have spun this ridiculous conspiracy theory web, and y'all are going to think I'm a fucking lunatic by the end of this episode. So let's fucking go. Let's get into it. So first of all, I'm going to talk about the history of the Illuminati. What is it within history that is documented to be truth? Because it absolutely did exist. So let me bring up them facts right here the illuminati was a group created during the enlightenment period which is also known as like the long century or the longest century and it's from the uh the early 1700s no the 1600s the enlightenment period existed from the 1600s to the 1800s and what the enlightenment period was it was a european intellectual movement most prominently in the 17th and 18th century, in which ideas concerning God, reason, nature, and humanity were synthesized into a worldview that gained wide ascent in the West and that instigated revolutionary developments in art, philosophy, and politics. Uh, Central to the Enlightenment, the overall thought is you celebrate reason, the power by which humans understand the universe and improve their own conditions as opposed to waiting for a god to help fix their conditions. So the goals of rational humanity were considered to be knowledge, freedom, and happiness. A long-winded way of saying knowledge is power, and that all people have a right to learn, to create, and to think for themselves, as opposed to being told what is right and what is wrong, and living in fear based off of what the church and state tells them to do. Basically, without the Enlightenment period, the world as we know it today would be completely different. We would still be ruled by religion and ignore science and have, like, really super lame art. Like, stuff would suck. Like, the Western world as we know it. Really lame art. (laughs) Like, really lame art. Like, it would just be really dumb shit. 
and literally the world that we know today within Western culture would just be so different, we'd still be in the Dark Ages. The Illuminati really starts with the Freemasons. Freemasonry. Whatever. Everyone's also heard of the Freemasons. Um, I personally never really knew what the Illuminati were. I personally also never really knew what the Freemasons were. I just know the symbolism of both of them. I know that they're both secret societies, and I know that they both are only men, especially the Freemasonry. I also know that Freemason is not as secretive as a society. There are people to this day who claim to be part of it publicly and openly, as well as throughout history. So the Freemasons have actually been around since the Middle Ages, and we're pretty much just a bunch of dudes that were like, I don't really like the church, kind of sucks, I kind of want to have, be my own free thinker, have my own free thoughts, and um, so let's just, we're going to make this frat, this, this men's club, where we're free thinkers, and because we're free thinkers, we're super smart, we're uh, scientists and philosophers, primarily, because uh, the church is super, super against those ideals, because it's anti the Bible. So they originally didn't start off on, like, bad footing. It was kind of like the idea of how um, when the church broke off into various sects, a lot of those sects used to have to be underground in secret because it wasn't Catholicism. And um, it's kind of that same idea. But they're specifically not pagans. They are a club. It's, they're a cult, actually, but they call themselves a club. And um, they meet up just like clubs do. Like, they have rites and rituals that they do. They got their robes, their shit, their whatever. Their members-only jackets. Yeah, and then they do, like, uh, induction ceremonies for new members. And they chant stuff. And they do all kinds of this, you know, ritualistic shit. And then when they're done with their ritualistic shit... They sit down and talk about the dues everyone owes and the itinerary and who's bringing muffins to the next event kind of a thing. <laughs> it's a fraternity. It's a fucking fraternity. <laughs> They're all the same fucking thing as far as I'm concerned. Um, What's the hazing process like? Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so Freemasons gain popularity by spreading rumors that they know the secrets of the universe and the meaning of it all. They, they're just like a high school club, dude. And there's this one dude named Adam Weishaupt. And a lot of this primarily took place in Germany. Freemasons were kind of all over Europe. But there's this one particular sect in um, Bavaria, Germany, where the Illuminati was born. I also do want it to be said that if these dudes were women, they would all be called witches and burned at the stake. I just need that fucking said right the fuck now. With all their rituals and shit and being a club oh, yeah. and forming in secret, are you fucking kidding me? I bet there's a lot of women who were burned at the stake for doing this exact same fucking thing. Like, and some of these dudes were killed for it, like Galileo, like that kind of a deal. But I just feel like these guys got away with it for way longer and they were able to have some sort of publicity without them all being murdered because... They're dudes, and they're all smart dudes, and they all fit themselves in prominent, as prominent members of society. And it's super, super fucked up, and I fucking hate it, and I just want that said. They're a group of fucking witches. They're just dudes. They literally 
practice all kinds of shit from the Bible, the Quran, the, what was it called, the Tamet, like, they borrow shit from all kinds of religions, from mythologies, and practice it in different fun ways. And some of these groups literally did have occult practices and literally did magic. I'm not the kidding. fucking privilege. I know. That's a different group in Germany, and we'll get to them later. But still, I am very angry that those men who practice witchcraft were not fucking burned. But whatever, it's fine. Who cares? Not me. I mean, obviously. <laughs> obviously. So this guy, Adam Weishaupt, he was like super into Greek mythology, rites and rituals, and he went to school and he studied law as well as a bunch of Greek mythology, history, whatnot. The dude was really into Greek shit. He became a professor at a university and everyone at the university was like, wow, dude, you're, like, really radical as fuck. Like, we don't like you. You're, like, way too much because we're all Jesuits and we all, like, really follow the Bible and our form of Christianity that we believe to be the truth and the only truth. So, like, you're basically an anarchist in our minds. And he's like, wow, fuck y'all. This sucks. I'm still a teacher here and y'all can't do shit about it. But, like, thanks, I guess. So he decides to join the Freemasons because he's heard, oh, they're this enlightened group and they're so smart and it's full of scientists and just people like him, he felt like. So he joins the Freemasons and even the Freemasons were like, wow, dude, you're, like, really fucking intense. You kind of, like, want to dominate the world or some shit and, like, we're just here to want to spread knowledge and not be ridiculed for it but you're like on some and other perform level. our witchy rituals and create love potions and yeah not get burned. yeah i mean the freemasons weren't really the one that practiced the occult it was a different group called the rose what's it called the rosacruitions 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 i can read it's fine basically adam is just a lame crybaby who wants world domination essentially. Very relatable. That's what I gathered. So Um, he's the hero of the story. (laughs) Yeah, he's the hero of the story. Um, So after the Freemasons were like, whoa, dude, like, we're not going to kick you out because, like, we're not really about that, but you're on some, like, weird shit. And he was like, well, fuck y'all too then. I'm starting my own club, but it's going to be an even more cool and secret club. It's going to be way more secret than your club. So he never actually says it to them. He just thinks it in his mind. It's like, it's going to be way more exclusive. Our jackets are going to be cooler and no girls allowed. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. You didn't even have to say anything. <laughs> he... Also criticized the Freemasons for not being as secretive as they could be because he thinks in order to be able to control the world, you really, really need to be in the shadows, calling the shots, being as fucking secretive as fucking possible. Um, well, obviously, you can't let people know what you're up to. Right. If they knew you were trying to take over the world, then they'd be like, no. No, we don't want Stop. that. So no one wanted to join his club and his stupid ideals. Everyone was like, you're dumb. And he was like, well, fine. So the only people who thought he was cool were the kids at the university he taught. A lot of the students were like, whoa, this dude's on some other shit. I'm about it. Fuck yeah, radical, whoa. And he first starts off his little uh, club that doesn't have a name yet. He picks these four dudes in his class. They're young boys. 
young men, whatever, they're probably like 18, who are from really rich families and really powerful families. Um, so for a while, it's just the five of them and their own little club. And they're trying to come up with a name for their club because they can't recruit more people without a cool dope name. So he uh, <laughs> comes up with this brilliant name called the Bee Club. He wants his club to be called the Bee Club. Like B-E-E, like buzz buzz bees, flying bees. And... Um, question? Yeah. Uh, why? <laughs> we'll get there. There's a reason for it. There's okay. a reason All right. for it. He picked this name because the Freemasons, they call themselves, they call their different lodges hives or swarms. And the reason why they call themselves hives or swarms, it's a nod towards Greek mythology because honey is a sacred product of the gods given to the earth. And so the idea was that the honey, metaphorically, for their club is knowledge. So they're the bee club. But everyone thought that was a dumb as fuck name because it's a dumb as fuck name. And everyone was like, dude, I'm not joining a stupid fucking club called the Bee Club. That's stupid. So, I don't know. You could have, like, cute little handshakes, like, bzz, bzz, you know. It sounds like <laughs> three 12-year-olds sitting, like, in their friend's basement being like, this is our secret club, the Bee Club, because we're sweet like honey. Like, it's dumb. I hate it. I thought it was hilarious when I found out about it. How do they go from the Bee Club to the Illuminati? Well... <laughs> Someone stepped in with a brain. Yeah, someone was like, okay, here's what's up. Illuminati or the enlightened ones. Because light representing a higher source of human intelligence and enlightenment, if you will. Therefore, the Illuminati was born in 1778 with a total of five members. Uh, And it was just some students and some dude who just wants to be fucking cool and just wants a club where everyone has to agree with him. He wanted his jacket. He wanted his jacket, but he wanted his jacket with his rules. So he decided it'd be really fun if they all have code names that they have to call each other during their club meetings. And... (laughs) And they have to use their code names and writing to each other. But all of their code names have to be from ancient Greece. So he's Spartacus. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> it's like the lamest history ever. <laughs> then everybody's like, yeah, dude, you're so cool. Like, you're wow. so cool. Wow, yeah. I'm um, so glad I joined this club. I'm not regretting anything. Yeah. Yeah, later on, his second-in-command, their codename is Cato, and they all just, it's just a thing. Anyways, so after this, he's like, fuck, I need to come up with a mythology. Oh, sorry, my phone was not on silent. How dare that person message me? It's not my fault. So he's realizing his club, Illuminati, just doesn't sound cool if it's brand new. He needs it to be ancient. He needs it to have a history, a mystical, interesting mythological history to make it way cooler than the Freemasons because the Freemasons have literally existed for centuries at this point. So and they call them weird, so. Yeah, they call them weird, so he's got to show them up. So uh, first, he's not creative enough to come up with his own rituals and rites. So no one knows the Illuminati exists yet. 
it's literally just these five dudes now exists. So he has them all infiltrate and join different Freemason lodges to learn their secrets to steal them to use for their own practices because they're just not creative enough to come up with them on their fucking own. Mm -hmm. So they steal all the rituals and rites and secret, secret stuff from the Freemasons and their meetings. And um, he meets this dude named Adolf Adolf. His name is Adolf. This weird dude named Adolf. And Adolf is obsessed with the occult and he loves magic and he's all about all that magic shit. And he's like, fuck yeah, dude. I'll fabricate a history for you and it's going to be full of mystical and magical shit and it's going to be dope. And he was like, hell yeah. So they have their fake history. And what sucks is no one wrote down what the fuck history they were serving these people. So no one actually knows what it is they were lying about. They just know there was some mystical fake history tied to the Illuminati to help make it more mysterious and interesting and how they know the secrets of life and the meaning behind it all. And that's why you should join their group instead of the Freemasons because they're not just like the Freemasons in the sense that they're enlightened and mystical and no secrets of the universe, but they also are going to be the most prominent members of society and they call the shots and they pull the strings. After a couple years, fast forward like two, three years, they actually managed to get 650 members. Uh, But main dude Adam claims that they actually have 2,500 because so many of his members have infiltrated Freemason lodges. Some of them actually became in charge of Freemason lodges. Like they just fully fucking infiltrated so he's counting freemason members as illuminati members and they don't even know they're illuminati members these people are being taught illuminati ideals (laughs) yeah they're being taught illuminati ideals without even realizing it and they've actually did manage to recruit major political figures like chancellors ambassadors governors and ministers and by the way this is all just within germany it didn't expand much. It expanded a little bit into France and a little bit into neighboring countries, but it didn't. It never got as big as the Freemasons were, ever were. So after about a decade of the Illuminati existing, having all these fancy schmancy members of society showing up in their ceremonial robes and paying their dues and being part of this stupid fucking group where they, you know, call the shots and pull strings and everything... The society isn't really a fucking secret anymore. So many people have joined. How could it be a secret? Right. Like, word got out. Because here, what's the point of being in a secret society if you can't brag about being in a secret society? So people wanted to be cool and spill the beans and let them know that they're really secret and important. Because um, let's be real. White men love being part of secret society groups, but they also love to brag even more. What's the point of being part of a secret society if you can't tell everybody about your secret society? That's like white men's, (laughs) that's like a white man's like favorite thing in the world is like, I'm so cool and important, but I need everyone to know I'm really cool and important. Yep. Otherwise it doesn't count. Otherwise it doesn't count. So the Rosicrucians were all about esoteric mysticism and the occult. They were also... Um, a big group that had existed alongside. They weren't paired with the Freemasons. They just existed in their own right for a long time alongside the Freemasons. 
it's a club of witches. They're just all men. They're fucking witches, dude. And they literally did a bunch of smoke and mirror stuff, and they literally made their followers believe that they had magic powers. Like, how is all of this not considered a cult? I don't know. So, um, I guess because they don't have one major figurehead, but still, it's stupid. Did Adam not count? Was he not their figurehead? or was He wasn't, he wasn't a prophet. He just wanted everyone to, like, have the same ideals as him. It's dumb. Like, he wanted it to eventually be, like, Freemasonry, where there's, like, various lodges and sects and stuff, and they're all, like, believing in the same ideals, but with various leaders of each lodge. So I guess it's not a cult in that sense, but still, come on, dude. It's a coven, whatever. So the Rosicrucians were like, fuck this Illuminati group. They think they're cooler than us. What the hell? And Adolf, who fabricated, the, who was really into the occult and really into magic, who created the whole background backstory for the Illuminati so they can have a cool history that doesn't exist, was like, I think the Rosicrucians are cool. I think they're cool dudes. And Adam was like, No, they cannot hang because Adam is very against magic. He's very against esoteric mysticism. He thinks it's fucking stupid because it's not science. And why was he teamed up with? I don't know. Because he's hypocritical. Like everything about this dude is insanely hypocritical. Also, early on, so the whole so the whole idea behind these secret societies is to be anti-establishment for religion, right? It's to not be ruled by religion is the whole point. Yet. Early on, before they got all these members, he only wanted men. He only wanted Christian men. And he only wanted Christian men between the ages of 18 and 30. He was, like, crazy elitist. And Mm. it made no sense because the whole point of this group is to be, like, anti-establishment, yet you're literally building an establishment (laughs) within your club. It doesn't make sense. So they had to convince him to be like, dude, we have to let people of other religions in this group. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. And we're going to have a hard time recruiting people. He just wanted a club to be a part of and in charge of. He right. he's just this weird ass hypocrite. So uh, Adolf was like, I think the Rosicrucians are cool. And he went to the Rosicrucians and he joined them to like kind of infiltrate them, but also wanted to incorporate them into the Illuminati. And he did all of this without telling Adam, Adam found out and was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I told you, I don't want magic in my cult. I just want a cool, magic-y, like, history. We don't believe in the magic. We're just, like, science and nature and shit and, like, world domination, dude. And Adolf's like, but magic's cool. The Rosicrucians were like, yeah, fuck the Illuminati, fuck this shit. The issues between Adolf and Adam are already causing tensions within the Illuminati to kind of fall apart. Rosicrucians sort of teamed up with the Freemasons to take down the Illuminati because they were like, this group is stupid. It's just an anarchist group that's just trying to take us down for no fucking reason. We're not here trying to hurt anyone. We're just trying to practice our own ideals. And this guy's insane. Due to all of this, after like 10 to 12 years, the Illuminati ceases to exist. It's not a thing anymore. Or so they want you to believe the conspiracy begins. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right. Here we go. So that's just the literal written history of the Illuminati that you can find if you do historical research on what the group is. A lot of people believe the Illuminati did not actually disappear. They just wanted you to believe they disappeared because Adam's intense need to be super fucking secret. He was really mad the group stopped being secret anymore. 
And so the idea was that they stayed the secret underground. They stayed super hush-hush quiet for a while. Not a lot of active members. Um, the French Revolution happened. And after the French Revolution, fuck, I forget who it was. But someone wrote, oh, God damn it, whatever. Someone wrote a fucking book on the history of what happened to the Illuminati. And that made the Illuminati relevant again in the 1800s. Because mind you, the Illuminati got together and disbanded in the late 1700s. So the 1800s, mm-hmm. they got brought up again. They became popularized as devil worshippers. And that they're actually Satanists. And they're like evil, evil, evil. And that's where the Illuminati started getting this whole evil look to it. So I watched this episode of Buffy recently. And it's the frat episode of season two. Where okay. the frat dudes sacrifice the teenage girls. Right, to I remember. The snake demon dude in the basement. Mm-hmm. And after Buffy kills the snake demon dude, all of these rich corporations and all of these rich dudes, all of a sudden, they lose their money. They become bankrupt. Their stocks are falling. Things are falling apart. All of these prominent members of society who are part of this fraternity, all of a sudden, their lives start falling apart because it's like they. You know, we're sacrificing young girls to a demon in order to gain power. Like, the 1800s is where the Illuminati got, like, that reputation from. So they started getting this whole idea of, like, they're actually this, like, mystical, super evil, uh, high members of society who are really calling the shots and whatnot. And they claimed to be behind the JFK assassination, 9-11, Watergate. Beyonce and Rihanna's career, as well as the entertainment industry, chemtrails, Disney. Yeah. And the Disney one I thought was interesting. So Walt Disney is rumored to have been a Freemason, which everyone associates Freemasons now immediately with the Illuminati, because after the Illuminati disbanded and the Freemasonry kind of got all frazzled due to the whole event, um, a lot of people believe that the Freemasons are actually the Illuminati now. They're not actually Freemasons like they once were. And it's like a cover. So through Walt Disney being a Freemason, they believe he's actually part of the Illuminati and using uh, Disney films to actually corrupt the world's youth by brainwashing them with Disney movies. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) By putting subliminal messages within their movies and imagery and all that fun stuff, um, starting with the movie Fantasia. So that's a fun thing if you want to look into that. Kim Trails was another thing I was like, ah, I could see people being like, it's the Illuminati. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much you know much about Kim Trails. I only know the basics. Um, I saw some about something about it like very briefly, like that something was being put into the air for to like so, mind control people. You know when you see uh, airplanes fly by and they have like that white cloudy puff trail behind them right yeah supposedly those are chemtrails meaning that that's actually trails of chemicals being released into the world to either brainwash us harm us or affect us in some way as a way to control us or as a way to put this is actually in an episode of the x-files a way to control the weather oh yeah so that's what chemtrails are And supposedly the Illuminati are behind it. But my favorite, my absolute fucking favorite, and this is the sole reason why I chose the Illuminati as my topic is the Illuminati is actually 
lizard people. This is all connected. It is all connected. Ha ha ha. I like, I read about like 10 different conspiracy theories and you're like picking all like from all of them and throwing them together with this Illuminati. (laughs) It's all connected. It's all all a conspiracy. It's why I had to do the Illuminati. (laughs) (laughs) So the Illuminati are lizard people where did the idea of lizard people come from it is my favorite conspiracy theory i think it is the funniest shit ever i i love it i'm obsessed with it it's the best conspiracy theory to ever be concocted that's my humble fucking opinion (laughs) sorry i still have avril lavigne conspiracy theories pulled up give me a second (laughs) (laughs) you gotta get them straight gotta get them organized so we're gonna I literally feel like that person who has uh, the the meme of Charlie Day. From yeah, with all the yarn. Like, they all Where connect. They? they all connect. <laughs> it's actually me right now. This is why I needed a whole extra day just to like decompress and process all of this information I looked up. Because might I tell you, finding history on the Illuminati is not easy. Well, it yeah, is, because they're secret. Because they're secret. It's not a fucking easy task, task, but I fucking did it, okay? And you all better fucking appreciate this work I put into this. So it all starts with this man, David Ike. Who's David Ike? He's a famous soccer player from England, but he is actually a lizard. The son of a lizard person, but he himself has not manifested into a lizard person because the lizard people is a gene that exists within a lot of us. Not all of us, but a lot of us. And the same way recessive genes show up sometimes when you have children, so does the reptilian gene. Hmm. So he is now considered a new age philosopher. David Icke. David Icke. Yep. And he wrote a book in 1999 called The Biggest Secret where he introduced the idea that many prominent figures derive from the Anunnaki, a reptilian race from the Draco constellation in space. They're aliens. They're aliens. They're alien lizards. Oh, they're not just alien lizards. They're ancient aliens from Babylonian times. Ancient alien lizards. Okay. They're lizard people, yes. And so uh, he wrote another book in 2012 called uh, Human Race, Get Off Your Knees, The Lion Sleeps No More. And he (laughs) – what a title. Oh, actually, it sleeps tonight, sir. (laughs) If you look up the lyrics, then you can clearly see. Did you – have you heard of (laughs) Sir Elton John, sir? (laughs) Sir? So he identifies the moon and then later Saturn as the source of holographic experiences, which is being broadcast by the space reptiles that humanity interprets as reality, not too far off from the matrix. Okay? We have holographic experiences (laughs) that we believe to be real. 
He believes that the universe is made up of vibrational energy and consists of an infinite number of dimensions that share the same space, just like television and radio frequencies, and that some people can tune their consciousness to other wavelengths. And he stated in an interview that our five senses can access only a tiny frequency range, like a radio tuned to one station. In the space you are occupying now are all the radio and television stations broadcasting to your area, okay? So the, the space we live in right now are just radio TV stations being broadcasted to us to feed us our reality. You cannot see them, and you cannot see each other because they are on different wavelengths. That fucked me up because that was a weird theory I had thought of when I was like seven is that my reality is different from your reality, and when we have conversations, you're talking about something completely different to me, but my brain reinterprets it as something that makes sense to me. Kind of like that Buffy episode where she's in a psych ward, but she's not really in a psych ward, but maybe she is. Yes. Kind of like that. Kind of like that. His quote continues, but move your radio dial – And suddenly there are one after the other. There they are, all the different stations. It is the same with the reality we experience here as quote-unquote life. What we call the quote-unquote world and the quote-unquote universe is only one frequency range and an infinite number sharing the same space. Which ties us back into 2012 disappearing into (laughs) another. Right, yep. So they're all connected. They're all connected. Yep. (laughs) Yep. He believes that time is an illusion and that there actually is no past. There is no past and there is no future. There is only the infinite now. And that humans are an aspect of consciousness or infinite awareness, which he describes as all that there is, has been, and ever can be, which honestly just sounds like the past, present, and future in a really fancy, weird, roundabout way, but okay, dude. So back to the reptoid humanoids. Ike believes that an interdimensional race of reptilians called the Archons, they are the same beings as the the Anunnaki, and I'll get to that. So the Archons have hijacked the Earth and have actually stopped humanity from realizing its true potential. Also, there's definitely a video game where there's, like, Archon aliens. So, oh, yeah. A cl- thing. Yeah, he claims the Archons have hijacked the Earth, stopped us from our true potential. And he claims that they are the same beings as the Anunnaki, which the Anunnaki are deities from the Babylonian creation myth, the Enuma Elise, And the fallen angels are watchers. They are ancient aliens who came to us during Babylonian times who mated with human women during the biblical times. And through this, we now have a reptilian gene within our gene pool that occasionally creates reptile people. Oh, okay. So there is a genetically modified human archon hybrid race of shape-shifting reptilians. They are known as the Babylonian Brotherhood or the Illuminati. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what's up? I know it's a lot. It's a lot to process. It's, it's a lot to process and I'm keeping up. I just, I'm having realizations now about one of my favorite games, XCOM. <laughs> um, because there's definitely reptile people in it and there's archon aliens in it. And basically, XCOM is the Illuminati. Possibly, yeah. 
I mean, the Illuminati is also, like, if you look at Assassin's Creed, the Templar, which uh, is taken from, um, oh my god, like, oh, the Crusades, what are they called? The, there's the, a the Templar, the, like, one temple, fuck, motherfucker. Remember when we had our cult episode and the Templar yeah. cult and how they looked yeah, like, yeah. Looked like a LARP group? Okay, this is where you're gonna fucking lose it, is that Templar cult? is the cult that was connected to Princess Diana. <laughs> oh my god, the world isn't real. Okay, so um, I, I there's if, if any of y'all know about the Mandala Effect, first, do me a favor and Google Mandala Effect. I, M- Mandala. Mandela. Sorry. The Mandela Effect and just, like, do, my, do yourself a favor, Google it. I don't feel like explaining it. Basically, people remember him dying in the 90s, but he actually died in the 2000s. I'm one of the people who remembers him dying in the 90s. Uh, and then he, like, died again, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so, it's this whole oh, weird yeah. thing. Yeah, it was this whole it's weird thing. false memory. And it's really weird because he apparently died in 2013, when I remember him dying in the 90s, and it's just really weird. And there's a lot of different stuff where, uh, Fruit of the Loom is another one. I remember a cornucopia being part of the logo, but they show historical proof that there never was one. Hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions of people, remember a cornucopia being in the logo. Same with Bernstein Bears versus Bernstein Bears. Like, it's just small, subtle differences that uh, millions of people see differently. But what's weird... I like how you were able to visit the island that had... uh, You were able to, like, go up on the Statue of Liberty... I went up on the Statue of Liberty, though. I went when I was seven. I went up on the Statue of Liberty. We went to the Crown, and then I asked my mom if we could go up to the torch, and she said that she was just really tired of climbing up the stairs and doesn't want to. But we had the option. Like, I remember having a conversation about the option. There was a movie where they went into it. There was a movie where they went into it. I feel like it was that one um, Tim Allen movie. You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh... Something to something. Oh, Jungle to Jungle or whatever. Or something yeah, I think, to I think that was it. Like something Disney like movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they like went inside the Statue of Liberty, but I guess they don't do that now or like, I don't know. God, I don't know. It's just there's a bunch of really weird shit like that. But I remember when I found out about the Statue of Liberty thing that I found out about that about a year ago. And I actually um, Googled it because I called my mom and was like, we had this conversation. Like, do you remember this conversation? And she was like, no don't and then I called my dad and he was like yeah I remember that conversation and my mom's like that conversation never happened so my personal theory about the 2012 various planes of existence these different um dimensions that Ikea talks about with his lizard people and the archons and whatever um a lot of people believe that there is uh, a dimension that was destroyed in 2012 it actually was the end of the world at the end of 2012. But instead of everyone existing in that dimension ceasing to exist, it collided with another parallel dimension of, like, the same world that's slightly different. And now we're in the darkest timeline. Now we're in the fucking darkest timeline. And I also believe that some people existed in the other dimension and some people didn't exist. And so when it collided, it, like, some people, their consciousness combined into two, into one. There was, like, two consciousnesses combining into one. And then somewhere it was, like, a total transfer of one person back into another. 
It was like this whole weird collision of dimensions is the theory. Another theory is that the world did end and we're all actually existing in purgatory, but that's a very different, more religious theory. There's a few others on it. That was almost the conspiracy theory I wanted to talk about, but I had to talk about this because it encompasses all of them. All of it. All of it. Holy shit. I didn't expect any of this to happen when I started Googling the Illuminati, but a fucking course it did. And now I'm a crazy lizard person. I might be a lizard person. That's another thing we're going to get to. So we're getting to it. I mean, I'm not a lizard person, but my brother might be. It's weird. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. (laughs) By the way, I'm just having a lot of fun with this. Please don't think I'm a crazy person. No. So I'm talking to our listeners, not just not you. I know you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know you I know. Say, I'm having uh, fun. I know we're both crazy, so it's fine. <laughs> so, the Babylonian Brotherhood, I'm getting back to the reptoid humanoids. They manipulate global events to keep humans in constant fear so that archons can feed off of the negative energy that this creates because they feed off of negative energy. This goes back to my original theory, Kelly, of sleep paralysis, of feeding off of fear and energy of fear. Aliens, ghosts, all of it. Maybe it's reptile people. Maybe it's all one of the same. I don't know. Maybe these ghosts we experience are actually holograms. Maybe we are the ghosts. Yeah, where it's all Sounds fake. Good. It's all fake and the lizard people are just projecting it to us. Wake up, sheeple. So Ike identified the Brotherhood as descendants of reptilians from the constellation Draco. I already said that. And um, they live in caverns inside of the earth. Another quote from another interview, he said, When you get back into the ancient world, you find this recurring theme of a union between a non-human race and humans, the hybrid race. From 1998, I started coming across people who told me they had seen people change into a non-human form. It is an age-old phenomenon known as shape-shifting. The basic form is like a scaly humanoid with reptilian rather than humanoid eyes. There's so much to this that I'm not even going to cover, but I just want to get back to reptile people. How do you spot them? How do you spot a lizard person? I don't know. (laughs) Let's find out together. Pull a hair (laughs) from their head, and if it wiggles, then they're an alien. That's a demon. Am I remembering that anime correctly? Oh, that was Parasite. That was Parasite. parasite. Sorry, I was thinking of the episode of Buffy where the the fingernails clippings grow after being cut off. Yeah, that was gross. She, like, collected the fingernail. She's just like, look, they're still growing. And everybody's like, okay, you fucking psycho bitch. Oh, I love that show. I need to rewatch it. Who are some lizard people? There are supposedly a lot of lizard people throughout history. World leaders like Queen Elizabeth. George W. Bush, the Clintons, Bob Hope, all are lizard people. Encroaching on other conspiracy theorists' uh, territory, Ike even claims that the lizard people are behind secret societies like the Freemasons and the Illuminati. So it turns out they were lizard people the whole time if they were Okay, I was wondering how they were going to tie into this. So how many people actually believe in lizard people In 2013, which granted, this is dated, I would love a new consensus poll. Oh my god, I would love a new poll. Holy shit. But public policy polling conducted a poll about conspiracy theories like aliens and throughout America asked people, what conspiracy theories do you believe? 12 million Americans believe in lizard people. That's a lot. It is a lot. 
And 12 million Americans, by the way, is only 4% of Americans. So Mm. a lot of people even still for a small percentage. Keep in mind, this might not be counting all of the people who in their heart of hearts know that lizard people exist, but are nervous that they will be found out if they publicly disclose their beliefs. So, hi. Anyways, how do those who believe in lizard people know when someone is a lizard person? Well, if you look at the forums on uh, David Icke's websites, there are numerous posts of people just posting and telling each other how they personally have spotted lizard people. So there's this one guy, Philip Bump. Philip Bump is a lizard person scholar and writer at the Washington Post. Okay. And he said he created a handy guide, lizard person identifiers, and here is a list. And it's called Bump This. (laughs) Bump That. the lizard people. (laughs) So here's a list of ways to tell if someone might be a lizard person. Green eyes, really good eyesight or hearing, having natural red hair. A sense of not belonging to the human race, unexplained scars on the body, a love for space and not personal space, like space space, and having really low blood pressure because that indicates you're a reptile. Also, if you smile where your bottom teeth show, eyes that change size or eyes with abnormally sized pupils are potential lizard people. So there's also this theory that these physical attributes mean nothing. It could just mean that you carry the lizard person gene. Yeah, that makes sense. Who is an avid uh, contributor to these boards where they talk about all of this? They explained what makes lizard people lizard people is something that you just can't really see, and it is about the soul inhabiting the body and not actually the physical body itself so some people believe lizard people are not actually lizards they're just people who inhabit this alien gene that gives them this overwhelming sense and need for world domination and this sense of being higher than the human race yeah so they come from the constellation draco but there are some theories that reptoid humanoids also come from other systems like sirius and orion too because they're all aliens If you want to learn more about reptoids, you can go to (laughs) reptoids.com. We have (laughs) t-shirts. So Ike's believers say that lizard people have been visiting Earth since ancient times. I already said that. Sorry, I keep repeating my fucking self. So is there any actual documentation of lizard people affecting the American government? As of right now, no. But back in 2008... The Minnesota Senate race, uh, there was a man named Lucas Davenport who created a national stir when he tabbed lizard people as his write-in vote. Uh, But it was later said that Davenport wasn't an actual believer and was just a big fucking troll who thought it would be funny to write in lizard people as his vote for Senate. Oh, okay. Well, that, yeah. No, I buy that completely. But still. Considering how many people write in trolley bullshit like every year. Remember Harambe? How could you forget Harambe? Our president. Oh, yeah. Uh, mankind has been under assault by reptilians for as long as we know it. Honestly, thousands of years. Reptilian beings intervened on planet Earth and began interbreeding with humans. And now it is stuck within some of our DNA. Also, if you are someone 
who may come in contact with aliens. If you're one of these people who have experienced UFO connections, alien abductions, you might have the blood in you. Also, if you have the blood in you but are not an active lizard person, they can possess you and take over your body. And that's what happens when you're blackout drunk. Mm -hmm. Just blame the lizard people for whatever you did. Yep. If you have any sort of psychic abilities at all, so any sort of ESP, an extreme love for space and science, all of those just piercing looking eyes, which I've been told that I have. Like my brother's a redhead. He has surprisingly low blood pressure for someone of his size. And I've always had really low blood pressure. And so has my mother. My brother has green eyes, but apparently blue eyes on some sites will say could be lizard people. Some even think that if you actually have a very deep compassion for the fate of mankind because you care too much about the state of the world as a whole, which ties into the ideals of world domination, but in a kinder way, you could still be a lizard person because you have this innate need to want to control the world in some way. Yep. Spun my web of conspiracy theories. Let's <laughs> that are go. all connected. That are all connected. Also, I'm wearing my <laughs> Illuminati shirt tonight. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I've realized my camera is a little low, so you can't see it. I don't know why I'm talking oh, yeah. like this. But yeah, this is my Illuminati shirt. <laughs> it has very eyeballs cool. all on it, and it has triangles with eyeballs in it. It's a good time. It's a good time. I found it, of course, in a thrift store in Florida. Oh, absolutely. You find the best clothes there. You do. You really do. Disney and cults. Disney. What Illuminati confirmed Florida? Walt Disney. (laughs) Actually, um, little known fact, all the inhabitants of Florida are lizard people. Yeah. That's why there's so many alligators. I believe it. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Why else would alligators live there? Because we want to hang out with our bros. Yeah. Like, why else are you guys able to make them pets, which is even wilder? Yep, and just hang. Hey, everyone. It's me, Katie. So for the first time, this episode has just ended up way too long that we actually need to break it up into two separate episodes. So uh, I guess this one will be the Illuminati and lizard people. And the next one, you'll get to hear all about the conspiracy theories of Princess Diana. Thanks for listening and uh, keep it creepy, guys. Music by freestockmusic.com For blog posts showing visuals for each episode, you can find our blog at cotmpodcast.com. If you'd like to help support us and receive discounts and loyalty rewards, become a patron at patreon.com slash macabre. We record every episode live Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash thetigerwizard. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast app or site, please let us know and we'll fix that. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram for updates on episodes, blog posts, and special events. And don't forget, keep it creepy.